0: Uh, Naysayer Kim joins me now, and I mentioned his email to me a moment ago. That I'd done the math, and with uh, legal immigration to the United States of one million per year, and uh, the State Department says that because of chain migration, uh, illegal immigrants to the United States are able to bring in family members. In fact, they get a little edge on bringing in family members, uh, and as a result, over ten years, legal immigration would be ten million. With as many as nine family members for each person, that could add a hundred million people to America's population in a decade. Uh, Kim, welcome to the program. And where do you and I disagree? Well,
1: I, first off, I don't understand um, your objections to legal immigration. But um, would you like me to tell if you? you? Just,
0: if you just review what you would, just would said, you like me to tell you? If you don't understand them, i be glad to. Ha- I'd be happy to explain. But, uh, okay. Okay. Do do we have a country that right now is strained in a lot of its resources, transportation, education, um, housing, water, uh, medical services? Most of the things that most of us say we need to get through our daily lives are in short supply or a constrained supply. That is... Get on the freeway in Seattle, get on the freeway in Portland, and you say, This freeway is wall to wall. It's congested 10 hours a day. You can't get anywhere, and they can't transport the things. You, you, you send your kid to school, and your kid comes home and says, There's 35 kids in my classroom, Dad. What, how am I supposed to learn? You uh, you hear from cities that they can't build enough roads, can't build enough water, can't, you know, can't get enough water, can't supply enough sewer, don't have enough police resources that we're short on all those things. If we add to a population of 330 million nationwide, another 50 to 100 million people, what do you think is going to happen to those things that are in short supply?
1: Well, Lars, that's a, you just hit the nail right on the head. We're a, we're a nation of 330 million
0: people. Yeah,
1: And if we're letting in, if we're letting in um, 1 million per year, Yeah, th- that, that what, that, let's say you, you took a cross-section of America in, in one auditorium. You'd have 330 people there. You'd have exactly one legal immigrant in that auditorium except except for, the except for except so for two one, ex, ex, hold on kim, i don't is do a tremendous burden except on the, for uh, one thing resources
0: kim except for one thing. one thing have you ever had a friend that you knew that if you invited him to your barbecue he'd bring six of your fr- six of his friends with him you ever had a friend that's like that
1: uh yeah and, so, and, but the thing is in in Ameri- under no, America's immigration system we have quotas so they don't they no, can't no,
0: bring 60 no, they in. can though
1: not, in, not that, certainly not in the same year well it, it doesn't matter that, kim um,
0: kim it, it doesn't no. da- kim hold up it doesn't matter if it's in the same year because when you're planning well of f-
1: course it does if well, it's spread over a, look you can say we had we've had um And I think you've made a similar argument in the past. You could say we've had, you know, we have 90 million uh, immigrants since 1965. Uh, You know, most of the, many of those people are not even alive anymore.
0: So it's not like they came in near to death. I begged begged to differ. But, Kim, here's the objection. When you're planning public resources... You don't plan for this year or this six months. If you're talking about freeways, hospitals, schools, housing, uh, water, sewer, those are things that are planned out over long periods of time. So if you say, if I let one person in today, and he can bring in nine over the next five or six years or ten years, well, you can't. He can. He can. My well, family yeah, is a on. family of immigrants. Uh, look, I uh, uh, hold we on, know the Kim, process. Kim, hold up a second, though. You apparently from... you apparently don't know the process because under the law, if you come into the United States and you get a green card, in five years you become a citizen. You are allowed to go to the U.S. government and say, "Now that I'm here and I'm a citizen." My mother and father and my grandmother and grandfather are still wherever you came from, Russia, Vietnam, China, Mexico, wherever it is. You say, I want to bring them in. And the U.S. government, I think generously, a long time ago, wrote laws that said when somebody is a citizen already or a naturalized citizen, they're given some extra latitude to bring in family members because they they're understand.
1: A, they're given extra latitude, Lars, to apply, but they still have to go through a lengthy process. I, I'm and just, quote it. doesn't and matter. For instance, in the case of my family. Family, which is China, they they uh, you have to generally wait seven to ten years uh, to to bring a family member in. So if you're saying you can bring ten or nine or ten of them in, well, what over ninety years? I don't know
0: over ten. I don't think you're being realistic, and I
1: don't think you're being particularly factual with your audience today. I'm
0: telling you, let me tell you what has happened. Okay, over the last thirty-five years. 33 million immigrants admitted to the United States. 20 million were chain migration immigrants. That's two-thirds of the number, meaning somebody came in and then said, I need mom and dad to come in. I need my daughter and uh, her brother to come in. I need my wife to come in. And that accounts for two-thirds of all the in-migration to the country. So when you let in one, you're not letting in one. When you invite Bob to the barbecue, he always brings three friends with him, so you have to plan for that. Right. Okay, Lars, can I ask you a question on that on
1: that same line? Don't even ask. If you're gonna hire if you're gonna hire people, who do you go to to, for recommendations? You go to the people that you already know and trust. The the immigrants that that are here legally and working hard, they came here legally and you keep talking about how you're in favor of legal immigration. So if you want to bring in more legal immigrants who would you want to go and, and ask? Well, you know, or who? Here's what the problem, base, Kim. Would you want those people to come from? Kim, and of course, it's the people that you, you already know. Answer, and trust Kim, or are you, illegally. Kim, are you
0: legally? Kim, are you going to both propose the question and then answer it for me? Do you know what I'm going to say to that question? Okay, well, go ahead. Well, here's my answer to it. Number one, we need to have a smaller amount of immigration so that when people do immigrate, they can assimilate into American society, and that American society can make provisions for ma- making sure we can do right by those people. The job of local government is to provide for public safety and to do other planning, roads, highways, schools, things like that. And the problem is, you agreed at the beginning of this conversation, we're already overloaded at this point. We have classrooms that are too full. We have freeways. I didn't agree with that. I, you, you I didn't? told you that do you no, think, I or, did not. Do you think we not have traffic congestion? Do you not think we have overloaded schools? Or exactly. One of those people will be
1: a new immigrant.
0: All I'm telling you is, if you allow in one, you should count on at least three, which means when you allow 10 million over the next 10 years, that's really going to be 30 million people. In other words, adding 10% to the population. If you're telling me that you have freeways that are already overloaded and you're going to add 10% more traffic, You have schools that are already overloaded. You're going to add 10 percent more students. And by the way, if that immigrant says my ailing, aging mother and father need to come in, if they are 70 or older, they automatically qualify for Social Security and Medicare without paying in a dime. Two systems that are already functionally bankrupt, but we're going to add more recipients who have not put anything into the system. Yes, I do see a problem with that. And if anybody else doesn't, I'd love to have that conversation, just like with Kim. Kim, thanks for the call. You've got the Lars Larson Show.